Hi everybody, I'm Lisa. And I'm Nick. And welcome to It Takes Two, a podcast where two people take two movies with the same plot or premise and watch and discuss them. And in this week's episode, we watched Free Guy, which is a new movie out, and Wreck-It Ralph. Yes. This is the first time that we are intentionally recording out of sequence. Yes. Because we want to give people some time to watch Free Guy before they actually listen to this. So... Spoilers ahead, folks, if you haven't seen the movie yet. Yes, big spoilers. Well, I don't know if we'll do big spoilers, but considering it's a new movie, um, we don't want to ruin it for anyone. Yeah, because it's a dick move. Yeah, so warning that there will be spoilers. This is your warning. There's no time slot on the spoilers. They will happen throughout the episode. Yeah. Wait until you've watched it. Then listen to this, yeah. Yeah. So, um... And there's a there's major differences uh, between these two movies, which from the trailers I didn't get mm-hmm. so we sort of put this pin these two movies together based on the trailer that was played for Free Guy yeah but based on the general premise of Free Guy but I mean watching it in cinema I kept picking up on um similarities to Wreck-It Ralph because yeah. we so we watched Free Guy first out of the two, but we had recently watched Wreck-It Ralph together anyway, like a couple of months ago. Yeah, it was a couple of months. So it was um, quite fresh in my mind. because um, I hadn't seen it? Was that what? Yeah, why? I think you hadn't yeah. seen it. So now you've seen it twice. Because it's on Disney Plus and I didn't have Disney Plus access until uh, we lived together. So Yeah. <laughs> and now you, now you get the wonders of Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, so yes, the premise of Wreck-It Ralph, which I'll start off with, is he's self-aware it's all about being in an arcade and him celebrating well not celebrating getting cut out of the celebration of the 30 years of his game being active yeah so ralph is the villain of his game yeah um and the opening sequence of wreck it ralph is it has like you know in footage it has like um starting off the arcade when it first opened and then like a time lapse of 30 years of all the arcade machines changing and his their machines staying the same and what the game goes through. Um, and it's interesting because music-wise, it starts off with real 8-bit music and yep. then as the time goes on, it becomes much more filled out. Um, but as this is happening, we are hearing Ralph narrate it and explain yep. his story. And it turns out that he's in a bad guy's anonymous meeting yep. because he's feeling these negative feelings about always being the bad guy. Yeah. You can be a bad guy without being a bad guy. Yeah, we're we're bad, and that's good. (laughs) We'll never be good, and that's not bad. Yeah. um, I thoroughly enjoyed Wreck-It Ralph because it's a new take on sort of that that anti-hero sort of premise. Yeah. Where I like a lot of anti-heroes because a lot of anti-heroes were inspiration for me. um, I don't even know why I was going with that magic. Deviants. Um, the the <laughs> I like the characters, and I think that I enjoy media with a antihero better than a one with just the yeah the. It's it's become a lot more popular in recent years. I think the antihero. Yeah. I mean, I think um, a big big example um, of antihero in popular culture is Wolverine. I think Wolverine is a huge antihero. Logan. Yeah. Um. Because and what it is is he's. The good guy, but he's not a good guy. Yeah. Whereas Ralph is the other way around. He's a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. Yeah. Um, and it's that idea of kind of perceptions and people being put into boxes that they don't 
quite fit in yeah. and how the people react to that. The other thing that is uh, a major difference between Free Guy and Wreck-It Ralph is the characters in Wreck-It Ralph are self-aware yeah. and they have wants and desires where the Free Guy, so spoilers going on forward from here, um, they're NPCs, non-playable characters in a open sandbox cityscape game which is, it's, in my opinion, a huge dig at GTA. Yeah, it's it's a direct reference to both GTA and um, Fortnite. That's, yeah. Those are the two they use for reference. And also, it's the city is called Free City, which is yeah. a reference to Liberty City in yeah. GTA. The um, so he's a bank teller who's basically in this in this world. The sunglasses people, as they refer to them. I like that, that they call them the sunglasses people. The, are, the, the heroes. Are, they, are the heroes, and I say that with uh, ear brackets there. They're not actually heroes, they're players. Yeah. So basically, majority of the stuff they do is dickish, as we all enjoy doing when we play video games that are sandbox, because you can just, you know, they're walking down the street and seeing robberies and stuff happen, craziness ongoing and they just sort of it's just part of their everyday life and unless it directly affects them they don't react to it what i found really interesting about it is how much he thinks his life is great yeah so like he's like this is the best coffee in the world i have the best goldfish in the world this yeah. is the best job in the world i love my best friend buddy i do love his best friend buddy yeah. i think um that's my favorite honestly straight up probably my favorite thing about the whole movie is that is the way they explore that friendship because they could very easily have had Guy become, you know, aware, self-aware and go off and Buddy never get that awareness and just yeah. be like, okay, and then be left in the background. But they genuinely care about each other and I think that's great. I think it's so good. So the overarching, uh, uh, the, what's the word? The, the lust for adventure is that correct? No, that's not a direct terminology. I'm having one of those days today. Um, the the adventure is thrust upon your hero via Wreck-It Ralph wants to get a medal to celebrate because Felix, the Felix, Fix-It Felix Jr., who's the, the protagonist of Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. he always gets a medal at the end of every game. Yeah, at the end of every game he gets a medal and then um, when Ralph kind of gate crashes the the party that he yeah. should have been at in the first place. Celebrate 30 years. Um, he has an argument with Jean, who I literally, I know, I'm not going to look at my notes, but I know twice throughout watching Wreck-It Ralph, I wrote the words, I hate Jean. Yeah. Um, and Jean says to him that he's, Ralph is saying like, when can I be part of the celebrations? When can I stand on the top of the tower? And they say, when you win a medal. Yeah. So then that's his, his goal is he wants to go win a medal in another game. And um, free guy, sort of his, arc changes when he meets a player, uh, Millie, or in the game, Molotov Girl, uh, who's a, um, sort of, it's, it's, it sort of goes down the track, but she's a co-creator who's trying to find evidence that her code, her and her partner's code, were used in the game without licensing them and giving them a share of the profits. Yeah. So his take is he's following this person who's like the girl of his dreams. Yeah. And doesn't know why. And Wreck-It Ralph is off to try and find a medal. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing for me is, other than the um, sort of the sunglasses people to me and the when Guy finally gets a pair of sunglasses. Yeah. It's a very they live moment. 
That's what it's based on. Yeah. It's a direct reference to Zayn. Yeah. Because I, I, was, I was hoping that someone else would notice it other than just me. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a direct reference to David. Even the bank scene is massive reference to that. Um, what I found the most references actually throughout it, and when I looked it up afterwards, um, they gave a list of four films that were like the big inspiration, inspirations mm. for it. Um, but the one that I saw the most throughout it, and I was almost wishing that was what we were comparing it to, but it's not the same premise. Um, the Truman Show. Yeah. They continuously reference the Truman, the Truman yeah. Show. Even the fact that to, you know, to get to the other world, his real world, yeah. he has to go out across the ocean and yeah. stuff, you know. Um, it's very, very Truman Show. All the characters um, in Free Guy are fantastic. I'm just going to throw that out of here now. Yes. Um, all the performances are really well done. Um, and it's it's nice seeing sort of a different dynamic um, when it came to Taika Waititi's character because mm. he plays the bad guy-ish. Yeah. He's, he's the bad guy. He's like the, the CEO of the big games company and it's just fun because normally most of them are going back to other movies in the similar genre. It's usually like a, a stuck-up white dude. Yeah. yeah. I did uh, worry, because I know you like to talk about diversity in our episodes and I did worry that... Um, their villain is a person of colour, but I feel like they more than make up for it with the amount of diversity just yeah. throughout the film, especially, again, Buddy, yeah. <laughs> my favourite. <laughs> Which I guess, actually, I didn't think about this, one of the things that I, I would have compared um, Free Guy to in my mind and turned out was a big reference or a big um, influence on it was Elf, the idea, which is just the, you know, the idea of this guy who's totally lost in this world and, you know, trying to win over this girl but has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. But the main character in Elf is named Buddy and that's probably why they mm. called him Buddy. It's it's a very PG, sort of heartfelt Deadpool almost. Mm. Because it's again Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds, which is great. And he goes into being, you know, that, that standalone badass character versus many enemies but because he's been practicing because he's so dedicated yeah getting away with stuff that's crazy it's so good but i mean that's i think that's where it comes into for me where it really meshes with wreck it ralph yeah is that he decides because the whole you know how people get points in the game is like doing bank robberies and shooting people and all yeah. this stuff and you know she tells me to level up before she'll talk to him again and he decides he's gonna level up by being the good guy yeah so, you know, and then he becomes famous for going around doing nice things in this game and stopping robberies and, you know, helping yeah. people. Yeah. Where Wreck-It Ralph just seems to wreck everything he's yeah. anywhere near. Yeah, but it's, it's, again, it's the same idea of them both trying to be the good guy. Yeah. They're both trying to prove that they can, you know, they can survive in this video game world while being a good guy. Yeah. It's, it's a really fresh premise because a lot of video game sort of and anything that's sort of on the cusp of you know when big studio uh, executives will be like oh this thing looks profitable let's market the shit out of it and make money out of it it just flops like pixels i think was a good example of just mm. taking a premise that was a good idea and then spending way too much money on it um i've got literally no notes for this by the way 
for either. Oh yeah, you didn't you didn't take notes. I I wrote notes in the cinema. Yeah. I've got handwritten notes for it. And they were huge. They were like yeah. one sentence per page. <laughs> I couldn't see what I was writing, so I wrote very big. Um, I have transcribed it onto digital so that I wouldn't be. I I was thinking of the audio quality of me flipping through pages would yeah. be fantastic. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, because I wrote down for the opening. Um, that there's a narrated intro to the game and he talks about heroes a lot, talks about how heroes run this town and he talks about the sunglasses people and I thought all of that was comparable to in Wreck-It Ralph, um, you know, the people who get the medal. He wants yeah. to be the person with the sunglasses, Ralph wants to be the person who gets the medal. Yeah. And I thought that was a very similar goal. Um, they do both, because I was thinking he got the sunglasses very early on in the game, or in the game, in the movie. Um but Ralph does actually get his medal quite early on as yeah. well. He just then loses it and has to go through a whole thing. Um, whereas with Guy, he gets the sunglasses so that he can talk to this girl. And then she says, well, I'm not going to, you know, come talk to me again when you're at level 100. Because he's at level 1 and he goes off and, you know, becomes this big famous personality. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. The, my one major gripe... Uh, with Free Guy is they were using current active internet personalities to promote Blue Shirt Guy, which is who's referred to throughout games yeah. media. And that's the biggest gripe that I have is because, you know, I, I there's a reference in it uh, in, a, in a fight sequence where he's scrolling through his items to defend himself when he comes up with Captain America's shield. Yeah, And he that. blocks it, and then Chris Evans, who's watching it watching on his phone, just goes, What the shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's good. That's a good reference, yeah. because it's within... But, like, yeah. having people like Jack Septicai, which I've got no issue with any... Well, I've only got an issue with one of the people that were mentioned. Yeah. But going through these, and I say famous you know, these people that are online famous now as references to this sort of brought me out of the movie a lot. Like, mm. it ruined my immersion. Yeah. Because the rest of it, yeah, you can, like, you know, there's a little bit of disbelief. Mm -hmm. But when these people are real... Yeah. It ruined the whole flow for me for the movie. Yeah, I saw people online say that they feel like that's going to date it. Oh, because 100%. in 10 years' time, no one will know who those are. Yeah. But in 10 years' time, people are still going to know about the idea of streaming and streamers. They probably won't realise that those were real people yeah. that were really famous streamers at the time. They'll just think they're just, you know, actors playing streamers. Yeah. Um, I think that would have been a better premise because there yeah. is a character in it who's a streamer who's um, amazing, his so, avatar is Channing Tatum, yeah. and it just allows Channing Tatum to just be Channing Tatum for a minute. It's so funny. And it's so good. I think the Channing Tatum, of all the of all the kind of cameos, the Channing Tatum one is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the Chris Evans one hits really hard. Yeah. It's quite funny, but it's quite short, but Channing Tatum is just, and they just have him doing like weird dances and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. Yeah, so Ralph goes off, he meets a young girl who's being tormented in a game because she's referred to as a glitch and uh, she's stolen his medal. He's accidentally released like a killer, like half between Zerg, half between, you know, the arachnids from uh, Starship Troopers on this like fun little yeah, kids. Kids racing car game, yep. which all the cars are made out of cupcakes and all Yeah, and it's candy. interesting because it's um, those things are from a very, very modern game, 
it's the game that's just been plugged in that week. Yeah. And the idea is um, that they have they do not know they're in a game. Yeah. They're just ones and zeros, I guess. They 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 don't realize that they're in a game. They just are programmed to destroy the game they're in. Yeah. So the player is supposed to obviously you know kill them all, and then if and they, they don't, have a safety measure within the game. Exactly. Which is if a they don't, they've beacon. got this beacon, yeah. and the bugs will all go into it and die. But in other games, they don't have this beacon. Yeah. So. Um, Ralph accidentally brings one of them in and it gets underneath the ground and multiplies yeah. like to infinity. By eating all the candy, yeah. candy trees. Yeah, that whole place is a... Uh, yeah. Also, an interesting um, dynamic that they gave it that those cyborgs become what they eat. Yeah. So you get the ones that are all like different kinds of candies and stuff and then that becomes very important later yeah. on. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly enjoy like the CGI in wreck Ralph's fantastic. It doesn't, because the whole thing is in that world, it's not, you know, halfway between. So there's a little bit of that. When you're with Guy and Free City, it's all real action stuff, and there's a little bit of CGI. And then when they're sort of watching the game, the polygon count goes lower, and they look like a crappier version of them, which was fun. They do that in Ralph as well, because you see them as 8-bit characters when they're being viewed through the the screen and then um they were originally apparently going to have all the characters for the whole thing stay as the resolution that they are in their own arcade games mm. but apparently it was incredibly difficult to do yeah that would be very hard to render yeah to have the late bit ralph uh, and also it was very hard to make ralph likable as an 8-bit character yeah they so they wanted people to like ralph yeah well he does a good job yeah. um What's the character? Uh, yeah, John C. Riley does a yeah. really good job. Yeah. Um, because for me, he's always been a sort of, a, well, not a background character, but he's not been like the front stage. Mm-hmm. Even in Step Brothers, I think he gets outshone by um, Will, Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Yeah, I mean, the, the breakout John C. Riley role for me was Chicago, but in that, his whole character arc is him being in the background. Yeah. That's his, the whole point of his character. He's Mr. Cellophane. The, I think there's like some cute elements to Wreck-It Ralph that aren't in uh, Free Guy. Like mm-hmm. I think it's a, like there's it's there's some sequences that are supposed to be sweet and romantic, but because you know one of these people is a real person, and the other person's like, yeah, an AI character who's blossoming. It's kind of disturbing because you know the fact they'll never be together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they do, they get around that very well that in the end, you know, um, spoilers, uh, Guy, you know, literally says to Millie, he's like, you know, she, he says, you know, I feel this way, but he says, someone in the real world yeah. made me this way. Yeah. I'm a love letter to you. Yeah, the... the and that's very sweet. The relationship between uh, Millie and Keys, who's played by uh, Joe... Joe Carey. Joe Carey. Stranger... Stranger Things fame. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because uh, Key's, Joe's character, has sold out. Yeah. And sort of given up on his dream of being. Yeah. And he's, Millie's he's, still fighting it. Yeah, so he's working in tech support, basically, yeah. for the guy who stole their game. And she is in the middle of trying to, you know, pursue a lawsuit to get royalties and credit. That's what she asked for, royalties and credit. Mm. Um because the idea is they sold their game to this guy, and then he said he didn't like it, didn't care about it, etc., etc. 
Um, so he didn't use it, except he did use it without giving them royalties and without giving them credit yeah. in the basis for Free City. Yeah. And that's why, because the whole thing is they were trying to design a game um, that's just AI and watching the AI, you, you know, you're supposed evolve to go in and, and watch the AI evolve. Yeah. So that's how Guy happens. Yeah. Because, yeah, they've just copy and pasted, like, the coding yeah. with assets over the top. Yeah. And given them very limited sort of a, a limited path yeah and it's the she, she hums a I think it's a Mariah, Mariah Carey, Carey yeah. and that triggers in him the AI because cause he was designed as a character in their original game who was supposed to um, be forever longing for a love with someone who didn't exist yeah. but the person was it was based on Millie yeah. with all her unique habits so when she starts doing the thing that his imaginary green girl does he suddenly goes that's her she's real yeah including their coffee choices yeah and that's why um he breaks he breaks the game rules yeah and he decides he's going to become a sunglasses person can yeah. i talk about the cameos for that because we've touched on them already yeah but there's enough. other cameos because i'm just thinking about it because when he gets the sunglasses how he does it is he stands up to a MP or to a player character who is robbing the bank and he's like, can I just take your sunglasses? He's trying to take them, and then he accidentally shoots the guy. Yeah. And he's like, it's okay, he's just napping, he's just napping. That's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the... Oh, you've got the cameo list as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, and they've got John Krasinski as just a, a streamer or a player who's being interviewed and is, like, silhouetted. Um, they've got Tina Fey plays the mom vacuuming in the background of the... The guy who's who's playing um, as Channing Tatum, yeah. and Hugh Jackman is the guy who gives Millie the map in the in the alley in the first yeah. place. So I thought it was fun that they just throw in a, a selection of cameos in there. Yeah, that that whole sequence of him streaming and the mum in the background. It's like, yeah. don't touch that sock. You'll be in therapy for the rest <sighs> oh, of your life. Jeez. Like yeah. you're 22. Get out of my house. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it goes into a real stereotype, yeah. but it takes it in a fun way. Because, yeah. I mean, one of the things that I think is quite funny about Free Guy is that they show, you know, these big macho buff characters doing dumb shit, and then it cuts to, like, two little girls playing it. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's very funny. Um, yeah. The, yeah, the, the whole idea is fantastic. Because you go from this world of like people playing a game to the people living in it, and it would, without the AI that they'd built, like none of the people would have like real lives. But it's just funny watching the characters react. Yeah. To you know the outside stimulus of hey look we're all gonna and there's a there's a nice little sequence because there's still like a doomsday in each game. Mm-hmm. Well, each sorry, each game, each, each movie, each yeah. movie has like a doomsday yeah, clock. They, they, yeah, they both have you know something that's going to happen that's going to result in the the plug being pulled essentially. Because yeah. um, in Wreck-It Ralph, because Ralph leaves, they there's no Ralph in the game, so they're going to shut down. Yeah, they're going to plug out their game, which means that none of them will they'll they'll basically be homeless because that's what they show. They show Cubert and some of the other games in this, like, central hub where they're all begging for money because... Which I assume is the, the surge protector. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is an interesting way of doing it. Um, whereas then in Free Guy, it's... Uh, they discover that when the sequel of the game is going to launch... Everyone gets deleted. Yeah, they're going to yeah. kill the original game to, like, unplug the servers yeah. and 
that the, all those characters will, all those NPCs will be gone. It's an interesting decision because I don't think actual game development companies would ever do that because of just how much fan backlash there were. Yeah, but the reason he's doing it... Is because he's a dick. No, it's because the he knows that she'll win her lawsuit. Yeah. So he's he's got like a f- three days or something till... You know, he gets to unplug the whole game and yeah. then her, the evidence that she needs for her lawsuit will be gone. Yeah. Because um, he knows that the evidence is out there and she can win a lawsuit. Um, yeah, and then they both have also a kind of secondary doomsday, which is in Wreck-It Ralph when the cyborgs are released yeah. in, in Sugar Rush. Um, and, and we know that... Um, Vanellope can't leave because she's a glitch and glitch can't leave their game so if their game is destroyed she dies with it Um, and in Free Guy it's when um, Taika Waititi's Waititi's character uh, Antoine which is weird because Antoine is a French name but they spelled it A-N-T-W-A-N in the movie and I was like that is not how you spell that name but anyway Antoine um, you know gets wind of what's going on and sees that they're going to try it they're going to find the um, the original city or the original like island, island that they had built um, in the game that was, so he starts just literally destroying all the servers. Yeah, it's um, an interesting little yeah. piece because I don't think anybody in their right mind would ever do that because no. it's millions of dollars worth of damage that he's yeah. doing. Yeah, it's interesting because in. In the end of Wreck-It Ralph, everything seems to be all well and good. I haven't seen uh, Ralph Wrecks the Internet. Ralph Wrecks the Internet, yeah. Um, yeah. It is on, our, on my list. In my... I've seen it, but I honestly don't remember much of it. So yeah. It wasn't um, as memorable as the first one. No, of course not. It feels like a, a money grab. Mm. Um, where was I going? Somewhere. So when you were saying Wreck-It Ralph, oh, it all yeah. seems fine at the end. Yeah, it all seems fine at the end, but you know, no one... He sort of everybody gets away with everything. Um, yeah. Fix it. Um, Felix Fixer Junior gets you know the girl and which is another really interesting. Sergeant Calhoun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is a really interesting take because normally it's the you know the main character that gets the girl at the end. But in yeah. both these in movies, both, these, yeah. neither of them get it. And in both movies, their friendship is given equal, if not more, weight than the. Yeah. The uh, romantic relationships that goes on in the subplot. Yeah. Um, because in Wreck-It Ralph, it's Ralph and Vanellope develop a really strong bond. Yeah. Um, whereas Fix-It Felix gets the girl. Yeah. And in Free Guy, you get Guy and Buddy. Because Buddy... That's so heartbreaking. There's a scene... Buddy, like, goes... Buddy saves his life in a fight with Dude. We haven't talked about... I'll talk um, about... Talk I'll talk about, about Dude in a minute. But Buddy saves... Guy's life, and then they're running together across this bridge as the servers are going, and the bridge cuts in between the two of them. So Guy tries to come back from Buddy, and Buddy's like, "No, go on without me." And then Buddy like Thanos um, evaporates into the air, like yeah. he turns to dust, and it's so sad. And then at the end of the movie, Buddy is back in the game, and he's like, "Yay!" And they're they're so happy together, and it's so good. Mm. Um, also, yeah, he talks about he was he wrote a centaur there, and he's like, I, I got a he's like I wrote a centaur. I mean, I guess I got a piggyback on a half man, half horse. I don't know, <laughs> um, but it's so so good. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. I really really like Buddy, um, dude. Dude. So dude is supposed to be a character in the sequel to Free City, Free City Two, 
and Dude was designed based on uh, Antoine, Taika Waititi's character, wanting to bring Guy into the sequel, yeah. based on you know him being getting getting become basically becoming um, internet famous. Yeah, internet famous. Uh, viral is what I was going to say. Because no one knows that he's not a player. Yeah, people think that he's a player who has hacked an NPC skin. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he becomes he goes viral and um, Antoine decides he wants Guy to be a character in the, the sequel, but bigger and better and whatever. Yeah. And then when, when actual Guy is about to, you know... Cross the bridge. Cross the bridge, he send, he's like, just send in Dude. Yeah. <laughs> and Dude is... A bigger buffer Ryan Reynolds yeah. with that's like bare bare chested but has like the blue shirt tattooed on his on his pecs. Um and he's half built so he like he comes in and he's like catchphrase <laughs> and his sentences like will just like have bits missing out of them or yeah. he'll just like be like insert whatever here kinda of, that you know, that kind of style. And it's so so funny. Um, and they have this huge fight, and that's when the Captain America shield comes out. Yeah. He also gets out a lightsaber. They use a portal gun. Like they yeah. throw in all the references in this this one moment. Um, and then he eventually, oh yeah, and then Buddy shows up and throws Guy his glasses yeah. through the portal, which is cool. Um, and Guy, like when he has the glasses on, he has all the menu options, and he's like trying to find a way to stop him. And then he's like, wait a second. And he just takes the glasses off and puts them on, dude. And the dude is like, ooh, shiny things. Yeah, and then just runs off down the street trying to catch, catch like drops that are like yeah, floating in the air. It's so good. Um, and then dude gets a redemption in the end as well. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't a bad guy. He's just he's just designed that way. Yeah. Um, so I like that sequence because at the end, and he's just carrying. Him. Yeah, exactly. Ryan, yeah. like a giant buff Ryan Reynolds, is carrying regular Ryan Reynolds down the street, and yeah. it's such a sweet, cute moment. But he's it's just like, so you can put good. me down. You don't actually need to carry me. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, it's it's very very good. Yeah. Um. Just that sequence, he's just like beating the living crap out of Guy, and then he just like pulls him in close to his face, and he's just like, catchphrase! Yeah, <laughs> catchphrase! And he's like, what are, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's so good. It's yeah. really, really well done. No, it's a thoroughly enjoyable movie. Yeah. It, yeah, there's a lot, like, I think, yeah, there's a lot of references to other media in Free Guy, which mm-hmm. helps, but yeah, there's a few things that just sort of pulled me out. But you know, that's just a. You know how do you how do you connect with the how do you connect with the young peoples? Yeah, I mean, I think what's funny is I've seen a lot of backlash towards Taika Waititi's character online. Yeah. Um, people just hate him, but you're supposed to hate him. Yeah, I just don't understand. There's people that were like hating on like sending hate mail to like actors in Game of Thrones because the yeah. characters are evil, and it's like yeah, but it's not that he's evil. I think people just think he's cringy because he makes like shitty references and things, and he doesn't know what he's talking about. And it's like. That's the whole point of the character. Yeah. His whole arc is that he has stolen someone else's idea to make money off it. Yeah. Like, he's one of those people, because you meet them, there are people who base their whole personality around being able to quote things or being able to reference things. Yeah. Um, and that's what he's doing. And, I, like, it's just, yeah, it's it's very much how that character is. And I have met people like that. Yeah. So maybe it's just the people who are complaining haven't met anyone like that. But I've met people like that. And that is what they're like. Yeah. And Taika Waititi does a great job of it. Yeah. He he comes off as like the, the, like the bad 
sort of vice president of a company like you get in the old 90s movies who are just like threatening you know the hero character yeah but it's a much more modern take than that yeah because he's not like you know out of touch old white businessman yeah he's like trying he's like trying really hard to be in touch but failing at it yeah um and it works out very very funny I did like his outfit when he's first revealed because mm. it's like a knee length business jacket but then it's like half denim on one side and yeah. you're like do you, like you'd have to go to a fashion designer like that's yeah although it reminded me of like every outfit that David wears in Schitt's Creek I know you haven't seen Schitt's no. Creek but it's but it's very intentional like these are high end designer things but they just look ridiculous yeah. to, to people who don't know anything about fashion such yeah. as ourselves I don't know well I don't know anything about fashion I feel like you were in a similar boat and um, <laughs> but well, yeah I'll keep wearing black until a darker color is invented I'm sorry yeah well it already has been invented you gotta get yeah. the blackest black or whatever Inventor black yeah, it's literally so black. expensive yeah and like, I don't think you can make a shirt out of it no we'll just we'll just permanent we'll just get like tattoo ink invented black and you can just turn into a void that sounds horrible yeah thanks for that um Right. Yeah. So where were we? <laughs> where were we? Where were we? Um, I think in terms of characterization, I felt like Guy, like comparing one on one, Guy is a mixture between Ralph, Felix, and Turbo. Oh, we haven't talked about Turbo. Yet. Oh, we haven't talked about Turbo. Because you had you showed me a note. Yeah, one of my notes that I wrote um while I was watching Free Guy. And this is so before we had rewatched Racket Ralph, one of the notes I wrote was just he is Turbo. Yeah. Um, so Turbo, so in Wreck It Ralph, they make a lot of references to Turbo before anyone tells you what it is. And the way they justify explaining it in the movie is um, Felix is explaining it to Calhoun, who's part of this new game that's only been there a week. Because yeah. he's like, oh, he's gone Turbo. And she says, what is that? And at this point, it's about the third or fourth time we've heard it. Yeah. Um, so we're also going, what is that? Um, and Turbo, it turns out, is a character from a racing game that was in their arcade. Um, a really old 8-bit racing game. And a new game, a new racing game, was plugged in opposite it. And Turbo and became more popular instantly. So Turbo became jealous and moved to the new game. Yeah. Um, and then people thought the game was broken because this Turbo character was showing up and it started glitching the game. Yeah. So they pulled the plug on the game and the idea in or that the story that goes around in Wreck-It Ralph is... Um, you stick to your own game or otherwise you'll get deactivated. No, well, the, 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 the story that goes around about Turbo is oh, that yeah. the, the plug was pulled on Turbo and the game, yeah. as in he also died with it. Yeah. And then we later find out, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers for Wreck-It Ralph, that King Candy, who is um, the leader of the Sugar Rush game, is actually Turbo. In with disguise. This, yeah, he's yeah. rewritten the code of the game. Um, because it's again another racing game and that's what he does so he's gotten into it he's rewritten the code he's removed the queen or princess of the game who it turns out is Vanellope who's the glitch and that's why she's glitching he's removed her from the canon of the game put himself in her place and um, erased everyone's memories yeah Um, so the reason I said that Guy is Turbo is because Guy isn't from Free City Guy was written and designed and coded for their original game on the island. Yeah. And that's how they're able to break into it, and that's yeah. how he's able to become sentient. 
is because he was a specific character on that other one, and he had the code slightly changed yeah. to make him fit into this other game. And that's what Turbo does to himself. So Guy, for Guy, it's unknowing that he's been plucked from another game and put in there. Mm. Um, but that's why I was like, oh, he is Turbo. He is, he's gone Turbo unintentionally. Yeah. And then he's trying to get back to his original game. Yeah, what also sits on a part is the fact that he can see the other side. Right. Because he does that weird thing with his blinds yeah. every day, which is like subtly in there in the beginning, and you're like, oh, yeah, like you don't a, know what he's doing. Yeah, you just think he's a weirdo. He yeah. he opens and closes his blinds every morning. He opens and closes his blinds a bunch of times and yeah. looks at him, and it turns out that you can see the reflection of the original of the original blinds. build. Yeah. Um, in the on the on the blinds. On the reflections. Yeah. yeah. So it's they erased. The game, the the build, like to look at in the game, but they forgot to remove the reflections. Yeah. Is what is how she explains it. Which um, is a possible outcome because there are games that don't do reflections very well because it's just hard to code. Yeah, yeah. So they forgot to remove the reflections from it. So yeah. he, from his apartment, can see the island if he tilts his blinds in a certain direction because he yeah. can see it reflected. Um, which is interesting. Mm. They're both thoroughly enjoyable movies, and if you haven't seen Free Guy, I'm. S- why did you listen to this? Because we warned you in the beginning. <laughs> well, some people just like to listen to other people's yeah. thoughts on things before they watch it, um, which I don't understand. I, yeah. for for someone who has a podcast where we talk about films a lot, I don't like listening to reviews of movies that I haven't seen. Because yeah, I think <laughs> people rely way too heavily on reviews these days. Yeah. Because one person's review, in a negative way as long as the company the parent company they work for holds a lot of weight can yeah. destroy people's work yeah. based on the fact that they don't like it mm. and i make jokes about this all the time talking about how the same negatives for say battlefield yeah. are taken as positives for call of duty and they're written by the same writer for the same company. Yeah. And it's like, they still both get 9 out of 10s because that's what the developers pay the company to review them for. <laughs> it's just like, the entire thing's a waste of time. And then you get games that are from the heart, who uh, obviously don't have the budget of other games. And reviewers will just be like, oh, this game's shit, don't worry about like it. Like Biomutant. Like Biomutant. We've gone into a total tangent now. Yeah. But, but play Biomutant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, that can hurt people and it's exactly it it's like oh this product isn't commercial so therefore we're not going to back it yeah and it's yeah. like that's not fair yeah you're so not I... playing on an equal field yeah. it's like oh sorry your country doesn't make as much money as this other country so therefore you're not allowed to compete in the Olympics yeah it's like no that's wrong you can't do that and maybe that's like a big giant leap but still <laughs> it's a huge leap actually yeah yeah, yeah. Just, a little, just a little just a little of... jump Violation of human rights versus just, like, freedom of market. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, I don't put a whole lot of stock into reviews. Um, and I don't like to li- listen to or read reviews before I've seen something, so... I don't even um, like watching second trailers. I don't even like watch- watching first trailers. True. Well, first trailers are usually, <laughs> like, spoiler-free. Not nowadays. Nowadays. Oh, my God. We'll go, we'll on a random... On a, on a complete tangent here... Um, if you want to see how really good trailers are made, watch game trailers. And then you, if you want to see how bad trailers are made, watch any movie that the studio doesn't have any faith in. Because mm. they will give you the entire premise of the movie. Yep. Like I went to see a movie with a friend 
No, it was it was I had I went to a movie with Floyd. We yeah. saw the Joker and Poirot, right? Right. At the beginning of the movie for the trailer, which um, little bits of history here, trailers used to come at the end of movies. That's why they're called trailers. Trailer. Um, and we saw the trailer for Ford versus Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah. And the entire premise. And showing him winning yeah, the was whole, in the trailer. The whole plot's in the trailer. And it's just like, why would I bother spending hard-earned money that to most people, like minimum wage is a lot in New Zealand, but into other countries, you know, maybe going to the movies with your girlfriend, your partner, or your friends, you know, could be like eight, nine, ten. How much is it in Ireland for the movie ticket? Oh, jeez, I don't remember at this point. Yeah, more than ten dollars? Less than twenty? Um... It kind of depends on the cinema. I'm trying to do conversion rate. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, probably closer to 20 than 10. So, like, an hour, hour's minimum wage? More than that? Uh, more than, yeah, more than yeah. minimum wage in Ireland. Why, why, would you, why would you spend that much money on a movie that they give you the entire plot? It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, unless you're really into it, because I know people who are big car people who... Oh, no, there are huge car people. There'll be people out there who are... <laughs> but the thing is that the people who are really into it are going to go to Ford versus Ferrari regardless of what yeah. the trailer is like. The, the, um, the, the point was is that in the middle of the movie when the trailer ended, I actually called out in a funny voice, I can't wait to see that movie. They didn't give away any of the story during <laughs> that trailer. And then like people behind us laughed. But it's just, it's so... It pisses me off. It pisses yeah. me off. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it happens a lot nowadays. Because um, you find that we even get, like, we get trailers, if we're watching YouTube on the TV, we get trailers before a video, and they'll, you know, I'll be like, wow, I know everything that happens in this yeah. movie, by the end of three minutes. Anyway, we've gone on a huge tangent. That's well, fine, that's fine. You know, that's what people listen for. They don't, they're not Is listening. It? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to wait for more views for let us Let us know. Yeah, Send let us, us know if the tangents are what you're here for. You're like, no, get back to spoiling the movie, damn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If you want tangents, you want movie spoilers, yeah. what, do you, what do you want more yeah. of? What do you want from me? Yeah, just let us know on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or by email. Or, or just walk outside and scream really loud. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, if you're in New Zealand, we might hear you. Yeah. If you're somewhere else, it's uh, we, you know. Just put that scream in, a, in a letter and then address New Zealand on it and then just ship it. Put enough stamps on that. Stamps are legal tender. Mm-hmm. Any, anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Um, you probably... <laughs> Probably. Probably. I mean, one of the things that I found interesting, um, which I didn't pick up on actually watching Free Guy, but I saw it a lot online, is that um, the score is by um, Christoph Beck. He composed it. Who's the guy who did Paperman, um, which is a Disney short. Um, and not only is it quite similar, but they obviously used a temp track for certain moments, especially the romantic moments, which is taken directly from Paperman, because they obviously went, we want it to sound like this, this is why we'll hire this composer, etc. Um, and then they loved it so much they left it in the movie. So in uh, Free Guy, at multiple moments, the soundtrack to Paperman plays. Yeah. Paperman was the short that played before Wreck-It Ralph in theatres. Oh, interesting. So I thought that was a fun little connection. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I took a whole lot of notes, but I don't remember if there was much that I really wanted to say other than, um, no, no. Either. 
Uh, well, one of the things I found interesting about the just researching Wreck It Ralph was that um, it started. It essentially started development in the nineteen eighties. Makes sense. Um, and it took them that long to make it. So it was originally um, in the eighties. They were, you know, in the in writing a movie called High Score, which was this idea. Mm. Um, and then in the nineties, they changed the title to Joe Jump. And then when they finally, in, in the 2000s, when they were like, okay, let's really actually make this, um, for the first two months, the main character was Fix-It Felix Jr. Yeah. Um, before they decided to go a different direction and make it about the, the villain and how he's perceived, yeah. and which I thought was an interesting um, change. I don't, know if we'd, I don't know if I would like the movie as much if it was about Felix. No offense to Felix. Um, if the storylines were the same, yeah, it would make... No, it wouldn't be an enjoyable movie. Yeah, if I don't the know if they the plot done. was the exact same, but you saw it all from Felix's point of view, yeah, it wouldn't be an enjoyable. No, movie. I think if they made a fix of Felix Junior movie, it would have turned out quite a lot like Free Guy. Yeah, because he's you know the good guy and everything's great all the time, and mm. he loves his job and he loves his everything and whatever, and he wears a blue shirt. And his hammer is literally broken. Like, it's just a broken item that fixes anything it touches. Yeah, yeah. Including his own face. Yeah. I love the moment where he, he he's like, what does Ralph say to break things? Because he's trying to break out of the, the yeah. prison and sugar rush. And he's like, I'm going to wreck it. And then he makes the bars bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so we can't get out. <laughs> um, which is clever. I mean, there's a lot of... I've, there's a lot of references in both of them. Like, it, there's so many pop culture references in both of those movies. Yeah. I think um, the ones in Wreck-It Ralph were a little bit more subtle and not sort of down your throat. Really? They've got Sonic at the uh, yeah, but that's, that's Central all, Station warning them about leaving their games. That's all fine, but yeah. <laughs> they've got the, you know, in, in Sugar Rush, they've got all the different um, candy jokes and they've got the Oreo guards, going, yeah. which are obviously a reference to um, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Uh, the chanting guards that are going, Oreo. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Um, so those those jokes, like I said, are subtler than yeah. you know. Just like the Chris Evans reference is great. It's so good. But yeah, yeah. If it didn't have Chris Evans in that moment, it would have been a real swing. And a yeah, and I mean it's funny because it's also Disney kind of take a pot shot at themselves. Yeah. Because they own Marvel, they yeah. own Star uh, Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the the portal gun. I don't think they own Valve. No, but, um, no, that would have been an interesting conversation because yeah. it's not only just the portal gun; it's also the gravity gun from yeah. um, Gmod. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they obviously had had to. Yeah, have to ring up Gabe, who's currently living in Rotorua, apparently. Oh really? Is he? Yeah, he's been living in New Zealand for like all of lockdown. Oh okay, maybe. maybe Which he's really listening. pisses me off when um, the fact that uh, we can't get Valve indexes or. Um, <laughs> The uh, new handheld console in New Zealand yeah. because of limitations. We'll just go to Rotorua and we'll ask them for one. Yeah, I don't think we'd better get honest properly. Hello, <laughs> um, I'd like to yell at you about your product. <laughs> what, what are you visiting Gabe Newell for, sir? I want to yell at him about his property. Yeah, we're calling the police. <laughs> um, was there anything else you wanted to add? or? No, I, I thoroughly enjoyed both movies yeah. as like a... I love them both. Not as a, like, oh, I'm hugely invested, just as, like, a fun... Yeah, like we a, didn't... They're both very popcorn movies, you don't have yeah. to be... I'm remembering that we didn't give, um, 
ratings, but part of that was because I actually don't know what the rating is for Free Guy. I think with a movie that's just come out <laughs> and talking about how much money they made is kind of irrelevant. Oh yeah, no, I, w- I wouldn't have the money, um, but like in terms of IMDb ratings, so Wreck-It Ralph has a 7.7 on IMDb, and Free Guy apparently also has a 7.7 at the moment. Well, we've got our first tie, ladies Yeah, and subject to change, I assume, yeah. considering, uh, so we're recording this, we're, we're giving a little bit of time for people to have watched the movie. So we're recording this on the 15th of August. We've, You've dated us. Yeah, we watched it on the 13th of August. It came out on the 12th here in New Zealand. Yeah. And we saw it on the 13th um, because it's nice to go on a weekday morning or afternoon. I'd like that theatre. Like, yeah. I used to like Gold Lounge, but being that yeah. Gold Lounge got destroyed by an earthquake, yeah. like, it's, it's nice to have a theatre that's in an area where if you do go during the day, it's quiet yeah yeah like it sucks for them this is a but they weren't quiet they were busy yeah big big shout out to empire cinema and eatery in island bay yeah we love you yeah we love you send us free tickets (laughs) 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 um right so that's everything um you can find us on facebook at it takes two pod and on twitter and instagram at it takes two underscore pod uh thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you next time Bye. Bye.